Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 728 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined today by James Dean Raider, Shane Sparks, and Ben, Mr. Vacation Asker. And Ben, how was your week away from the show? Uh, it was good. I missed talking about wrestling a little bit, but uh, you know, I had an enjoyable time with my wife. And um, then, you know, last weekend I had a lot of wrestling because we took we took our seventh day careers down on a trip to Missouri, and so we did a wrestling clinic Friday night in Edwardsville. Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon, we watched a whole bunch of wrestling. Then Sunday morning, we did a wrestling clinic, and then we came home. So so much so much wrestling. That's awesome. How was the uh, the Virginia Tech UNI try there? Uh... Well, I enjoyed watching the wrestling. the The results could have been a little better for Missouri. Um, you know, there there were some matches that I thought they could have or should have won, and they did not win, which was disappointing. Um, the biggest one, obviously, and I'm not sad about the result, but Mako almost had an upset over uh, Makai. He lost in double overtime, and he had he had one almost takedown in the third, and he had two almost takedowns in overtime. One of which they it was so close they even protested because I sure thought it was a takedown, but they, they, they waved it off. He ended up getting reversed to his back in uh, double overtime. Yeah, that kind of turned into the match of the duel. Yeah, it was, it was a freaking awesome match. Yeah, That was a was great really match. Great. I thought the Edmund-Andonian match was interesting. I think one mistake there for yeah. for Edmund cost him dearly. Um, yeah. And he got ridden that's out. A, that's too. Andonian too, though, is one mistake. I mean, yep. and he makes a lot of people make mistakes. That was six points. Yeah, that was a big yeah. one. So that yeah. was a uh, really good. I mean, one of the big takeaways for me, uh, Brody Teske looked great, beating Certain and Sam Latona. Latona yeah. continues to be on a bit of a slide here. Um, got to figure it's it's got to be partially weight related. But yeah, I mean, uh, I would have favored Elam probably over. Um, oh, what's his name? Stanford guy. Transferred to Tech. Traxler. Traxler. Yeah, that match. I mean, that match was so boring, guys. It went to it went to overtime. I think they both had one almost takedown going into overtime, and then the final scramble was super sloppy, and Elam gave up a takedown. So, yeah, I mean, that was disappointing. Elam's a guy. If you're a Missouri fan, you want to see a lot more out of because obviously he came in as a true freshman and was round to twelve, and he was a junior world silver medalist. And now we haven't seen a ton of progress in the last two years. So, you know, he's a guy that we, we want to see more progress out of. Yeah, Keegan thought Keegan looked great. Thought I was a... super impressed with Keegan, as a, just as a fan, not as his coach. 
Yeah, he's he remains very impressive, and I think 165 one of the bigger stories nationally Absolutely. for this weekend. And we saw Evan Wick look fantastic. Um, he had one. Mm-hmm. He actually had one match at CKLV where he like got ridden out in the third or whatever. But that was not great. I watched that match. That was not great. But his performance in the finals was great, and he looked fantastic against Shane Griffith, who looked good against Carson Karchla. And I I came away thinking. Carson's right there to to potentially contend, right? I think he's a top five potential guy. I think Griffith obviously can and has won it. I think Wick can win it. I think Keegan can win it. Yep. Marinelli, the the weight I think is is shaping up to be as tough as we thought going in, and none of the results, even Griffith's loss to Ramirez, I think seeing him kind of respond and make the finals here makes me think that was definitely an outlier performance and lost well, there by Shane. Ramirez is is good. He's just not I don't think he's quite that level. I think he kinda of snuck one out against Griffith. But you know, he he wrestled Cartel tough the first time. They met, I believe, in the quarters maybe. And then they wrestled again obviously on the backside. And the backside was closer. The first side, Cartel started opening up in the third period. But Griffith does uh, I'm sorry, Griffith. Ramirez does some really good things. He's skilled, but I think he is kind of like next year down and he kinda of snuck one out over Cartel freed the knee. Yeah, how about no more knee brace? For, I, I for said I was concerned about the knee brace and the offensive output. He took away the brace, opened up, all is well. Is J.D. Raider the early nominee for Coach of the Year for yes. the NCAA wrestling? <laughs> people are saying yes, Shane. Everyone's saying yes. I would never say so, but people are saying well, I, so. Very humble. I would say this about J.D. So I'm, I'm in my car uh, watching uh, CKLV semis, I believe it was. That sounds Maybe unsafe. Quarter, Saturday morning. <laughs> And I'm sitting, I'm sitting, having some coffee. My girlfriend and I are watching this, and JD's doing the the play by play. And I, I tell her, I go, this guy's a lot of fun. Really like him. And I said, I would describe him as a young Tom Selleck. The mustache. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's he's, take he's it. Kissing your, butt. Jay's kissing your butt this morning. Yeah, he is. He is. He's got an angle. He's, he's got, got an angle. Tom Keep kissing. <laughs> Well, then I, and then I went on to say, when I was in Austin last time, I had no idea how old J.D. was. So I'm like, J.D., how old are uh, you? And he's like, what are you, 24? Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, I mean, that's how, my oldest son is 25. And I'm like, just kick me in the gut. I mean, it was just like, <laughs> you got to be kidding me. Give me my kid. Yeah. For all we know. Um, <laughs> okay. So, Shane, I mean, the Iowa State duel, guys, was – Yeah, let's um, talk about that. Yeah, we, we really need to. I can't believe we went seven minutes without discussing it. <laughs> and there's a lot of places to start with it. There's obviously – there's beef. We can start with the, these teams got heat. It's not just it's not just Iowa, Iowa State heat either. No. This is this is super personal. This is like, uh, you know, I mean, it goes back. It's, this is, it's dresser and brands, right? It goes back to Virginia Tech. Right, uh, and everything comes back to Virginia in some way, shape, or form, as we know. <laughs> but this does as well. I thought Virginia was for lovers. It is for lovers. That's why Dresser had to leave. He had to go <laughs> somewhere else. And so at the end of the, we got the we got the skirmish. But these, here's the thing, the what it was a nothing at the end. It was, this is a big fat nothing burger with uh, with the the heat at the end. That was just like the. A bunch of bunch of dudes saying "hold me back," but like no one really, no one really. Well, it's unfortunate because we didn't actually get to see what happened because the camera doesn't pan over fast enough for us to see what what got it started. Well, here's um, it, 
it looked oh, yeah, like another, here, we got angle. a little video here you can watch ben this is from Let's someone in the crowd yeah this is from stalemates shout out shout out to them so like basically they stall out which that was a oh then ter 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 oh, wait, goes, wait, oh where's terry we will get him in frame yeah, where's where he going? Did, no, now did the Sanders He's already for, back there. So you just start running over there. Where did Terry go? I'm trying to find him. To the Iowa State corner. He he perhaps was eclipsed by Bobby Telford. But yeah, they just kind of ran over there. I don't know what happened. But well, listen, that was a little too aggressive of a run. That run looked like I'm about to fight someone. I I didn't like the way that run started there. Yeah, someone yeah. Um So but then you know, a little of this, a little of that, not a lot going on. I think, it, but the the reason there's a culmination here is, you've got both benches jawing at each other. Benches jawing at the fans. We had we had all these shots of both benches and the wrestlers in the background. It was just animated. It was personal. There's a lot of yelling. There's a lot of, you know, it's it's some uh, emotional yes. wrestlers and coaches, and you know these things happen. It's, I don't think it's a big deal. I think it just speaks to the. Level of this is not just Iowa Iowa State. There's yeah. something else here. Um. Well, I yeah. I I don't. I think a lot of coaches are immature in the corner, anyways, and like always jawing at the other side. Obviously, the people in the frame are some of the main perpetrators. Um. Listen, I think I think Iowa was probably annoyed how tough Iowa State wrestled them. I don't. I don't think I thought that duel was gonna be so close. I don't think I thought specific matches within that duel were gonna be so close. I know Which I one surprised you, Ben? Thirty-three. Uh, well, there. Okay, thirty-three for sure. 70, 74 for sure. Um, I did not expect ninety-seven to go against Warner. So I think at least those three minimum. Mm -hmm. They got um, Ibarra. Um, you know, he probably wasn't favored there, but to lose eight-two to uh, to Terakina, probably going into that, Iowa fans thought, "Hey, we maybe have a shot here," and he he wasn't close. DeSanto getting slowed down considerably. Now, did Adesaya... That should have been 5-4. That should have been 5-4. That double stall... I You had it at Doc, I believe. Oh. That double stall was shenanigans, Christian. Total <laughs> Two of them. Two of them. This ref was very... Uh, he was like a jazz artist. He was just a little improvisational. It's like, let me stall this guy out. Let me uh, get... That was two, ridiculous. Two, two, when's the last time you saw... Listen, there was a notorious official in the Shenandoah Valley in Virginia that used to go double stall in the first like 20 seconds of almost every match. And I haven't seen a double stall since. Jeez, I, I guess yeah. there was something with the fingers. And fingers. I, I'd have to look at the rule book. So maybe by def, you know, by oh, rule... that's what he was it, saying? Yes. Stall. Yeah, that is why he called it. Which I yeah. I don't I hate the fingers. I, there's nothing that can happen when you do this. So um, maybe may, mm -hmm. maybe bring the double stall but if back. I told, but I mean, if you would have said double stall, two double stalls in a match of those ten matches, yeah, one thirty three, you would have said that's there's no way it happens there. There's no way. No way. But with the Santo double stall. That makes it make sense because you never know what's going to happen with this guy. But I think the there's a there's the drama around it, but then there's the actual wrestling. And the actual wrestling, I think I was surprised that DeSanto could only get six, but really five points against Adesayev. I thought Adesayev oh, had a, sure. a I thought he had a game plan to not get scored on a lot, and that part worked. But I don't think he gave himself. Hardly any opportunities to score either, and I think. Yeah, if, I mean, if, I, but I looked at uh, Adesayev's uh, wrestle stat, and there's just 
not i mean even over the last three years there's not really any good wins there you know there's nothing to indicate to us that he was going to be super competitive with austin DeSanto. well other than i'm pretty sure when i looked him up the other day i could re- refresh my memory but he has not been bonused many times in his career and he's faced well recently. yeah it's pretty close matches yeah so that was that was notable so for me I, I've been thinking – I think about, you know, we talk about and think about the team race all the time. And, and the big thing for Iowa coming in this year and their differentiator against Penn State was what? Ten. Ten All-Americans. Ten scores. Ten re- – the ten's been whittled down, at least for the time being, at least for what they've been showing. Their yeah. best, 184, I think is wrestling 174 right now. Okay? That's we it's weird. Seen, it's weird. It's weird to me. And to me – is it just about, hey, we, we don't know when we're going to get Kemmer and we want we got a really good guy and it's not a big cut for him to make 74? We know Nelson is a 74-pounder if Michael Kemmer didn't exist, right? But to see him down there wrestling many times, does that say something about when to expect Kemmer yes. or when to not expect Kemmer? I've been saying this for two weeks. I think it says a lot about him. Why would you have your 84-pounder cut down? I, I, to me, it means that there's a chance he ain't coming back. Because why would you whittle your down? Even if even if Nelson's normally weighing 182, which is, you know, that's a relatively small 174 pounder. But to make him cut those eight extra pounds on a regular basis for his best weight class, for the weight class that he's going to wrestle at NCAAs, it just doesn't make sense. If you really thought this guy's going to wrestle 184 NCAAs and his natural weight, say, let's say 182, which is smaller, mm-hmm. you'll be trying to get him bigger. You'd be saying, Nelson. You're getting muscled out. We need to bulk you up a little bit. Let's go. Yeah, so seeing him spend considerable amount of time at 74 makes me think it's going to be Miles or Abasad at 184, which we've seen. I don't think Miles is an All-American threat right now at 184. And Abasad, last time we saw him, he was losing to um, Clay- Clayton Shane Whiting. Well, he did wrestle the Princeton yeah. Extra okay. after that. Uh-oh. Okay. Which makes me think Miles is the guy. Yeah, I mean, at least for the, for the time being. So, okay, ten is down to nine. Uh oh, is Ozzy Man Strong Boy breaking in? Ozzy, Ozzy snuck in. Hey, Ozzy, I want to show you. Got to go. Okay, go help. Have mommy help you. Hi, right, buddy. All right. Sorry, guys. It's okay. We're we're always cool with with Ozzy Man making a, making an appearance. Okay, come say hi, and then you go find mama. Come here. You yeah, say come hi to say everybody. hi. Come say hi, buddy. We haven't seen the Strong right. Boy. He's gonna destroy. Ozzy, what do you gotta tell him? Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Hi. What do you want to tell him? You want to tell him about Transformers or something? No? All right, he's shy. All right, go find Mommy. Close Superman. the door. Superman! What is he, Ben? Yeah. Three years old, maybe? He's going to be four. Tomorrow's his birthday. He's going to be four. Oh, nice. Yeah, Yash told me he was really impressed with uh, Tiasaurus because he's a great leader. So, you know, he's watching these <laughs> Who? Autobots. What, what is that? Tia, I don't know. It's some freaking Transformer. I don't know anything about Transformers. He just says Tiasaurus is a great leader? Yeah. That's he's a really dinosaur. <laughs> okay. Um, back on the topic. So, N- Nelson at – no, that's great. Nelson at 74. It should be noted. I'm pretty sure Kimmer weighed in. Kimmer weighed in. So, it makes me think he's probably close. And then d- does Nelson go up after that? I don't know. But, okay, listen, Joel Devine, another guy I had I had to look up because I didn't know him. Um, Nelson going into overtime with Joel Devine. He had a different name Devine. last year, right? Formerly Joel, formerly Joel Shapiro. 
or Shapiro. Yeah. Oh, yep. what? okay. I know. Okay, yes. Joel Shapiro's actually yeah. kind of scrappy. Why did he change yeah. names? What? what? I'm not. I'm not sure. I, I don't know, know the details. Know that wasn't his name last year. Oh, okay. All right. I had no. Joel Shapiro and Joel Devine are the same person. They're the same person. Okay. It's a. It's oh. a. It's a Jaden Clayton, Jaden Ironman situation. Maybe. Got it. Okay. Well, uh, then, so Joel Shapiro is actually pretty scrappy. I mean, he's not great, but makes more sense that Nelson went overtime with him. Okay. Yes, I, I agree with that. So, camera may be getting closer. When I've kind of asked around, there's no major concerns about Kimmer, like that okay. he won't be back or anything. Take that for what it's worth. So, okay. My, my, my question to him and Spencer is, okay, do you not want to wrestle in your last Cyhawk duel? That to me yeah. says everything. That that, Like, I get it. I get the whole pinch count. I get – especially with Spencer, you know, you, you have the – no ACLs, like, and, but like, do you not want to go out there and Hilton Coliseum of in your senior do. year? That's that, that's the point, though. Of course they do, and they're getting held out for reasons, right? So that to me says, you know, to me it's obvious they want to be in these matches, but they're they're not going to be thrown out there for a quote, meaningless match, you know? There's meaning in terms of the rivalry. I was about to say, it didn't seem meaningless. Well, I think... <laughs> it did it, not seem meaningless. It, it did not seem like they were in... They weren't in jeopardy of losing the duel, right? I think... Uh, it kept down to honestly, the last match. Yeah, well, yeah, Muren's Mir, a one-point The final match, score... is a one-point match. The final score, obviously, Iowa scored twice as many points, but it was closer than that indicated. Yeah, I mean, if, if Skyler did his Del Garbino impersonation, I guess they would have lost, but... Um, um, hey, can we talk about that stall out for a second? Because now I, I have multiple feelings. Now, Shiler wasn't trying super hard to get away. That being said, that was an egregious stall out. I've, I've seen people stall five times as bad and not be stalled on the match. Um, and at heavyweight, there are a few positions. Uh, actually, I just went over this with an athlete last night where I can kind of stay on top and it's very, very difficult for you to move. And I just kind of I'm out to the side, so I kind of look like I'm doing something, but I'm really not doing anything. You know, it, it was one of those positions. Yeah, it, it was a uh, so the rule book, or at least in um, in high school, I don't think it may not actually say this in the college rule book, but like if you're getting dominated is not reason to get called for stalling. And I didn't get the impression. I I thought it was a bad stall. It didn't have any impact on the duel, but stall out. at least the man was quick on the trigger for stalling all night. He was consistent. <laughs> I guess, um, but, but how many? Uh, what percentage of NCAA heavyweight matches are stallouts? If that's stalling, yeah, uh, like fifty, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I I thought uh, it was just standard. A guy was riding. He wasn't. What 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 pinning combination was Cassiope working? None. Okay, I didn't think so either. Yeah, um, I, I mean, he, he, he should have double solo. Yeah, every time Skyler would build up, he'd break him down, and then and then that was it. That was it. There was no yeah. no risk at all. Yeah. And so that I mean that's where you could use a stalemate. You could use that to to make the action happen again. Um, you could you know I and I'm not in favor of this, but I'm saying like I think one stall call on the top guy to make him do more effort would have been better than the stall out option because it just wasn't egregious on bottom. And there are down. some yeah, there's some positions on bottom. Like again, heavyweight is a different weight dynamic than other weights. They, they're, they're, their bodies just move differently because of the size they are. Where if you're on bottom, you can't really move all that much down there. So yes, was I would be furious yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I yeah. 
They're, it should be so egregious when you get stalled out. Yes, uh, 100%. It should look really, really bad. And that didn't look really, really bad. So, okay. 74, there's concerns. Heavy, uh, 125, there's concerns because, you know, when will we see him? When will we see Kemmer? 84. Also, Drake Ayala weighed in. He okay. ain't going to go. That'd be loony to me. I wouldn't be so sure. It's just something to note. Just something to note. I wouldn't be Can... so sure about that. Can the weigh in affect your um can no. the weigh in affect your no cannot. No. Um but Tom Brands I, and I do not like the way Tom Brands does interviews, but he I said love them. um they're the best interviews. What did he say about Drake? <laughs> it's always, he said he's ready to go. But he made no like he just said he's ready to go, but that didn't it didn't like mean anything. It didn't mean like, yeah, we might see him here, we might see him there, or it just said he's ready to go. Yeah, there you go. I mean, he's not going to tell you. Yeah, we're pulling Drake Ayala's red shirt, and we're thinking about doing it in uh, early January. What do you want him to say? He keeps it close. Yeah, he keeps it real close. He keeps, yeah, he keeps it close. He keeps it close. The other thing I'm sure that he said about Ayala, though, is we love him. Yeah. Everybody. We 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 like our guys. We love our guys. I mean, yeah, he keeps it pretty, he keeps it pretty close. But as far as Spencer goes, and I I have no idea, but I, I just, I just have this feeling, again, with no knowledge, you know, no inside info. I'm just not so sure we see him. Shane, this year. you got it. You got inside info, Shane. I don't. I don't. But I, I just, I just have this uncomfortable feeling that. Well, it we doesn't make sense that we wouldn't see him because if he wasn't playing on a red shirt, if he was playing on not wrestling, if there's any inclination of that, he would have had the surgery right after last exactly. season. Exactly. Have... I get. It. But he didn't. Yep. He didn't do the season. Or the surgery. Mm-hmm. Maybe so, I mean that. I'm not a doctor, but but uh, that's just, that's a that's a big injury. I agree with you. The timing for for like your point, Ben, that would lead me to believe he is coming back. I just, I mean, Ayala's a stud. I think. I mean, I think he could. I think. I think he could be an All American for them if if he's good as everybody says he is. And I've. I mean, I've heard some things, and and the guy's just a stud. I just. It, the, the more we, the, the more I'm around college wrestling, the more I realize how hard it is to win. It's so hard to win. I mean, there's sure. a lot of really good teams, and 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 that tournament gets, you know, you get a couple upsets in the tournaments. It gets turned upside down. Winning an individual mm-hmm. title, winning a team title, being an All American, it's not just like oh, you show up and you win. I, I was phenomenal. If Iowa shows up and brings their A game and they're healthy and there's a million other things, yeah, they should win. But that's not reality. I mean, I I think I just I've just come to appreciate how difficult it is well, to win. I mean, hey, let, let's talk about that though, Christian and JD and Shane is like at this point, I feel like there's a bunch of teams that can win. Penn State looked vulnerable. They did not look yeah. good last weekend. Um, Iowa, I feel the same way. They're kind of vulnerable. Michigan, obviously, reloaded. They didn't take any of the good guys to CKLV. So Paris, uh, Amin, Suriano, and Mijic were not at CKLV. So let's not say that's their full team. The other team that no one's talking about, that I, I and I, I brought them up a couple times. I think Oklahoma State? About, uh, well, I, I brought them up a couple weeks ago. I'm not sold on them yet. I think there's a possibility. But Arizona State. Mm. So Arizona State has All-American at... 25. 30, uh, 25, 33, 49, 57, 65. Uh, did Northley All-American yet? No. N- not yet. Okay, and then heavyweight. So they have six All-Americans already. I could see them pulling Kyle Valencia into the lineup. Um, and, you know, Northfleet is is right there knocking on the door. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, 
man, they could they could go a lot of guys in into the All American rounds, which could make it really competitive. No, they they could. Uh, my my thought is, it. I think all we've seen and. Well, first of all, I want to get back to Spencer. I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't ready to like move off oh, of that. Oh, you're not done with Spencer. Be- okay, Not let's go. done. Because this is um, – the only reason he – if you see him wrestle this year, the only reason he's wrestling is for the team and for, so that they right. can win the title because this is their window, and next year's not their window, and the year after that's probably not their window either. So I think we do see him. I think he want. this is not how he envisioned his senior season going, right? He they could be, be pretty right. Christian, though. He could come back next year and they'd have a really solid team. They, they lose. They lose DeSanto. They lose they Ironman. Lose so they lose yeah, but you can Kemmerer. put Allen at thirty-three. No, Mirren can. No, no, hold on. But it was Kemmerer. Kemmerer should medical redshirt and come back another year. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Kemmerer, Young, Murin, Ironman. No, Murin. Uh, Murin can DeSanto. come back. Murin's back. No, he can't. Murin can come back. Oh. Warner can come back. I believe Cassiope'd be back. Spencer, then if he'd redshirt, he'd be back. Ayala. I mean, they're not. Ayala's not really as good. ideal weight of Spencer's there. No, no way. That, that that team is not threatening, um, in my opinion. Yeah. Even if with Spencer, they lose. They just well, lose think too of it. Much. The other thing I want to throw in there, guys, is this: that transfer portal can change the game quick. It can. You, you, you can you look... find a guy or two in the transfer portal. Now it too early to tell. <clears throat> so one thing, speaking of transfer portal, and I think Iowa. We'll see what they look like in the next next month or so. Uh, you know how their lineup shakes out. Who we see reemerge. They got to have Cameron. And they've got to have Spencer. And yeah. I think they'll get them. I think we'll see them selectively used. Right? right. For Penn State, and the reason this the the ten of Iowa versus Penn State's really strong nucleus, where they have some holes in their way. Now those holes are not. It doesn't matter as much. Because Iowa's got some as well. And yeah. then you you look at 33, 41, uh, 74, 84, 97. You got five guys where, uh, we'll say four. I'd be really surprised if they weren't in the finals. I'd say I really think Max Dean is looking like the, the first or second best guy at 197 right now. So I, And then that's not even counting Greg Kirkfleet, who has been dominant so far five. this year. He's missing some time, but he could be top five. He tech gas tank Gary, who just won CKLV, right? So yeah. the, they've got the, the strength of Iowa and losing some of that depth. And you know what? Some of that high-end talent for Iowa, that's counting on someone like Alex Marinelli, who is always like the one seed. But so far, after all these cracks at NCAAs, his highest finish ever is sixth. And he was round of 12 last year. So how much can you really count on there? You can... Hope and think, and you know he can win it, but will he? You know, will he at at NCAAs? So it's, I I think Penn State is, you know, even though they didn't look great against Penn at all and they had guys out, um, and there's questions there. Like Nick Lee has one bonus point win in four attempts, and he's missed time. Roman's missing time. We didn't see Aaron Brooks. We didn't see Greg Kerfley. So, and that's all kind of a sidebar but like i think this is just college wrestling now it's like you got these superstar teams and you see their guys when you see their guys you see aaron brooks and you see rome and you see kirkley when you see him and when you don't you don't ask questions you say thank you when you don't see the the big guns for iowa you don't ask we don't see the big guns for michigan where's michich where's amin where's paris well, they were never coming back it's like huh? or they were never coming for a semester that was never the plan it could be a school thing yeah yeah maybe so 
Um, but you just don't see you don't see the full lineups much. It's like when you watch a basketball team, you see the starting five pretty much, you know, invariably. But with wrestling, that's just not the way it is anymore. And yeah. you see them when you see them. So, but for Penn State, they were missing quite a few guys. They had a scare against Penn. Um, Real. And they ended up winning. And really, Lehigh could have been interesting as well. Uh, but um, and they ended up winning. Can I tell you one Penn State thought that I uh, I've, I've been thinking about quite a bit, and, and also because it affects my um, everyday life too. Is you know, um, obviously you have so much attention, and I find that you know one of the challenges with running an academy is like how much do you give, how much attention do you give, kind of each age group, right? Because we have say you know, 12 grades here. And, you know, if I've given a lot of attention to the last couple of grades and private lessons and traveling, then it's hard to give super, super high amount of attention to the next group coming through. Well, if you think about kale, does the NLWC being so good negatively affect their team because of how much attention and time they are spending with the NLWC? Because if you think in the last calendar year, how much time has it been spending getting them ready for, the, the Olympic team trials, getting them ready for the Olympics, getting them ready for the world championships. I mean, I feel like there has to be a lot of attention diverted on that. Whereas if you go, say, six six years ago, eight years ago, Campbell is spending almost no time on the NLWC and spending almost 100% of his time with the guys on the current college roster. I hadn't thought about that. And, you know, this year was a unique year with the Olympics and Worlds. Kale yes. went to both, um, I believe. Uh, yeah, yeah, so. I saw I him at both. He did. Uh, he did. Casey, Casey is always the man in David Taylor's corner. So uh, Cody was and, there and with Cody's Gilman, there right? For Gilman. With Gilman, yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> yeah, I hadn't thought about that. I'm pretty sure Var- Varner was at Worlds for sure. And yeah, I think yeah but think about it, guys. I mean, when you look at Penn State, the last handful of years, those young guys perform at NCAA's every year at crazy levels. I mean, so I. I get your point, but Ben, but I, I think uh, what impresses me most about Penn State is how they develop the young guys. Granted, they but that's shame, shame, but that that's football. literally exactly what I'm saying is look at the young guys now in the last two or three years. Look at their level of development compared to what we were seeing, say, five to ten years ago. And because those main, you know, Kale, Cody, Casey are spending more time with the LDG. I mean, don't don't think because listen, and and as they should, I'm not saying there's any problem with this. David Taylor is asking for a lot of attention. Thomas Gilman's asking for a lot of attention. Kyle Snyder's asking for a lot of attention. He's asking for a lot of time. And listen, they should give it to them 100%. Those guys deserve time and attention. But if they're giving a whole bunch of attention to those guys, then Bo Bartlett and Robbie Howard and Alex Vacuna aren't getting quite as much attention. That's just how it comes down to it. There's only so much time in a day. Yeah, and I think you know with Facundo. I don't think we're going to see him this year. It doesn't seem like it, right? Doesn't um, seem like it, yeah. Bartlett, Bartlett is, you know, he, he went one and one this weekend. He beat Artelona. He lost to uh, Manzona. I think he's gonna he's gonna qualify for NCAs, and every match is gonna be a one one takedown match, and he'll get the takedown or he won't. He'll win or he'll lose, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, that's gonna be, it, it. It's gonna be it's tough sledding. The thing is, and I think what I've realized they don't need Bo to place. Correct, yeah. They don't need Facundo to place. They don't need Edsel to place. They don't even I need mean, it, w- it, it wouldn't hurt. 
obviously, but it's not a <laughs> requirement. You're not going in to be like, we need these six guys to make the finals and we need this, this, and this. I think as the season and the wrestlers come into focus a little bit more, I think it's they need their big guns to be big guns in place top two, make finals, wrestle Saturday night. Hildebrandt's not going to hurt. What'd you say? Hildebrandt's not going to hurt if they get him at 25. No, it won't hurt. Um, but don't you think, guys, you could also make the debate that that's how this tournament is won? Because when I look at just a couple of weight classes, 197, I mean – when you look at all these teams, they have three, four weights where it's like you could, like you said before with Marinelli, could be really, really good. And I think Marinelli might be a bad example. Maybe a better example for me would be a guy like Caleb Young. If you told me today Caleb Young's an All-American, makes sense to me. If you told me that he was two and two, makes sense to me. As good as Warner's been and as good as he's been at the tournaments, 197 is so stacked. He's in some close matches. That's a... There's just all these teams have three or four weight classes where it could go. I think every I'm not saying you got to have these guys all American, but I think if you want to win it this year based on the depth and the horsepower with some of these teams, you don't want to you don't want to take chances and have weight classes where you don't get it done. You got to score what do you mean? all the time. Like, oh, like, I'm saying, I, like you're saying you're saying the fringe guys are making to make the difference. Is what you're saying. I, I think they're, when it comes to winning a national title, I think y- you need everybody. Like, everybody's got to contribute. The stars got to show up. Don't get me wrong. Like Christian said, yeah. the stars got to shine. But it's, it's, it's almost like a dual meet, right? I mean, everybody's uh, got to, every little thing matters. No, I, I, I don't, I, so I disagree because going from, you know, if we're talking about one of these Penn State big guns, going from, if, if say they, they do what they should do, a first or second place uh, versus uh, something, a mm-hmm. DNP, I mean, that's a 15, 20 point swing. It's a really large swing. Whereas if we're talking Caleb Young in the round of 12 versus Caleb Young taking seventh place, that's probably a, three I don't want a four, a four yeah, yeah, three and a half, four point swing. It's not, not gigantic one way or the other. And actually, you know, I mean, one thing that people don't think about is those fringe guys. I mean, honestly, if you can get a fringe guy who gets a couple pins, he's going to score more than a seventh race placer who doesn't get pins. Is they right? all that's, matter. Right. Everybody matters. So, and speaking of ninety-seven, this weight, and you're seeing. Hey, how I, is I think, Bastida a freshman? I'm looking at your rankings right now because last year didn't count. Man, he he feels like he's like twenty-four. Well, he might be. I don't know. How, I don't know how old he is. He probably he probably is on the older uh-huh. side. Doesn't matter um, how old you are, Ben, as we know. Who's, um, who's doing your ratings? Spay, can we yell at Spay? My man, Stephen Buchanan, won the CKLV and Warner lost to Younger Bastida, and you still you still didn't flip him? We need to flip I, them a little bit. I agree completely. Buchanan <laughs> okay. is tough. Oh, he's and good. It's easy. He's good. It's Warner really good. It's, Buchanan at NCAAs. But it's easy to put Warner below Schultz because Warner always loses to Schultz. They yes. split. Yeah, they've gone back and forth. I thought, I mean, he I beat Schultz, Schultz at NCAAs. Oh, damn it. Come on, Ben. So Warner is an interesting one because, you know, he was, what, he was third going into this weekend. He loses to Bastida. And I think you saw why we hadn't seen Warner yet. I don't think he looked Mm -hmm. great, but I think you also got to give credit there. Bastida got it done and got the wins. And this weight, 197, is brutal. Crazy. Number 12, Wait. Lou Dupre. Number 14, just beat yeah. uh, Warner. Jay Aiello just won a U23 medal. He's he's beaten Warner. So for Iowa. Schultz hasn't lost to Warner since 2019, FYI. Okay. Just, yeah, a couple years ago. 
So think, you look at this yeah. weight, and that's it's got to be of, of concern to Very Iowa good. that Warner doesn't look to be healthy right now. And also, yes. even at his best, he's going to be in some dog fights here. Yes, um, him versus him versus Bruck. I mean, Brucky's ranked 10th right now, right? Well, how'd you bump Brucky down so far? I guess because he didn't do that well. But he he did medical forfeit. That I want to talk about that Buchanan match. Yeah, that's that's one of those where it's like, listen, and I am all in favor of the injury time. But that's one of those where you're like, GD, the injury time really f this matchup because he he legit kind of like hurts himself. It was in um, the first period. At, yeah. First period, and then the match ends two to one on Buchanan having two escapes and Brucky having one escape. Like that is it's such an annoying result. Because you, I feel as though it's like, well, I, w- I wish it was just one on one and we could watch them wrestle overtime and someone could get a freaking takedown to decide this thing. Well, they were basically neutral the entire match and no one scored a takedown. Um, yeah. I, I, th- I thought Buchanan was c- the closest to scoring opportunities off of the reattacks of Brucky. Yeah. But yeah, he did, but he didn't have to go get it. And maybe if he did, he would have. I'm not, I would have loved to see it and we might see it again. It was too bad to. There wasn't really much to measure their skill disparity, but man, Buchanan looked fantastic against Schultz. I mean, his, yeah, the way he great. the way he finishes those yeah. single legs, how he doubles off, is really, really impressive to me. And he's he's going to be a factor here at 197 again, yes. and a, a weight that uh, man, I don't know how it's going to go play out. I think Ferrari and Dean are probably the class of this weight, but there's a lot of a lot of landmines at this weight class. I mean, I mean even Luke Luke Stout's really tough. This is a really good weight. Really, really good weight. But Cam Caffey's done an honorable mention. I mean, he, how high was he last year? He was definitely top five for a minute. Yeah. I mean, Tanner Sloan, honorable mention. Braxton Amos didn't rank. is crazy. Braxton Amos not ranked. That's right, Ben. Um, it, it's a crazy weight I didn't class. sell my Amos stock either, Christian. You're hanging on. Side. I did not sell my Amos stock. I'm hanging no, on. So, so, to buy. It, 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 yeah, it went down a lot. Are you buying at the bottom or what? <laughs> it went down. down. Honorable mention. Jeez Louise. I told Christian, don't don't sell the stock yet. It's too early. It's so early. So many things change between. I mean, the season is so long. I mean, NCAs are, what, four months away? Five, you know, right? Four months away. Yeah. That's it's a long Months waste. Away. Yeah, I I think it's all on how his, I, to me, it's how his body adjusts um, to, to making yeah. the weight. I think that's a lot of what's going on there. I had to guess. Mm-hmm. Total speculation on my part. Uh, so that was uh, well. I don't even know what that was. We just kind of we just kind of went went off on one ninety seven. Yeah, we were talking about. I think we started with the team race. So yeah, the team race. <laughs> I do think Michigan is with, with Soriano, and I think the big story for Michigan and why they they rose up in in my mind was Dylan Ragason. They've got a they've oh, got a, a guy because you know you look at him at one his one twenty five how he kind of finished last year I went from okay maybe we just he he's good but he needs a little more time I think and he's talked about in his interview with JD like being up at thirty three he's he's just feels better and it was obvious he looked right he is so why I like Ragason is because he can beat you a lot of different ways he can go get it yeah. if he's got to go get it if you're pursuing him. He can. He's really good with reattacks, go behinds. He's strong, strong short offense. He can ride. He can turn. He can go upper body. He's just a very complete wrestler, and he's got yeah. that sort of savage mentality, which I really like. But it's, so he, he he did. I don't want. I want to remind you, Christian. He did lose to Madrigal and Lucas Bird at the Michigan State Open, yes. which is maybe 
why we weren't so high on him. But yes, his performance at CKLV was super impressive. Yeah, and I was ready to. I, I wasn't there until he won and beat someone like Chris Cannon because I wasn't gonna. Yeah. I wasn't taking his his uh, quarter and semifinal win and saying, "All right, he's arrived." It it took what he did against a guy everyone knows. I think Chris Cannon's uh, fantastic, and he is. Mm-hmm. And yep. he beat he beat him. I, I want to say kind of soundly, right? I thought it was yeah. a, a really mm-hmm. impressive win. And so now you go. Now there's a question now with for Michigan with Store, and he got hurt. And how serious is that? And is Brucky okay with his elbow? But yeah, that's, I mean Brucky, the way he turned his elbow, that that's ooh. yeah, kind of kind of sketchy. But yeah. you know if they go Soriano, and I think Ragason's performance at 33 just guarantees Soriano is going to be there 25, right? And you know, it's not good for Medley, but it's good for Michigan. They're, they're going to be a lot better there at 25. And, you know, we'll see how Mishich and Amin look. I think they're going to look pretty freaking good. Um, and, yeah, they're, they're – You think? Yeah, I think well, so. But I think a couple of weeks ago there was still – I mean, I've gotten to some pretty good debates with some friends about Michigan. I mean, come on. If you don't think Michigan can win it, you're nuts. Yeah. They can win it. The they issue is – what what? How many big guns do they have, Nick? Like like guys that you could see wrestling on Saturday night. Suriano, mm-hmm. Michich, mm-hmm. Paris, Amin. Mm-hmm. There's four. They get four. a four in the finals, and that's not a stretch. Yeah, I don't think it's a stretch. I think they've got to have that, and I think they're gonna they're gonna need they're gonna need one of the Penn State big guns to to lapse too, though. And I just yes. don't they I don't do. know which. I don't know which one of those guys. I mean, Starachi looks like a world beater. Yeah, I mean, I think so. If the Penn State, if they, so Penn State's got a big four, right? And Michigan essentially has. Um, a, I think a they big got four. a big five. Who? Who? So you're saying Dean is a big Dean. five? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, I guess what what I was gonna say is that you know if if we don't count Dean. Penn State essentially has three three more if if Hildebrandt is there, which I think he will be. Um, three more that can play, say we'll say a top five for sure. Um, and Michigan, they got some. You're right, Aragason could do really well, um, cool. and they got a few other guys who could kind of sneak in there. Medley probably not. Um, Store maybe Luan maybe Camamine maybe, but so their supporting cast isn't quite as good as Penn State's supporting cast. If they need massive back. So, they need massive back. I don't know nothing about nothing, but I think Mass is coming back. <laughs> oh, man, you just, you, you're not a poker player, Christian. When you said that, hey, you know something. Well, we, I'm looking at you. You know it. I'm looking at you. To me, well, Matt's always got something up his sleeve. Always. To me, Massa and Dean, same level. You think Massa and Dean are same level? No. Wait, what? No way. No way. Max Dean, Logan Massa, fairly same level. Mm-mm. No way. Dean's going to massively no. outscore him. I, well, I, it doesn't matter. They need someone 74. I mean, if you put Massa in at 74, then, I mean, real. I don't want to say they're they're 10 deep, but you got – Brucky's got a chance at All-American. Massa would have a chance. Amin already has. Luan's got a decent chance. Stores outside looking in. Uh, Ragason, pretty good chance, and Medley outside looking in, but they're they're well, well Medley. Only, it's gonna be Suriano. he'll be out of the lineup. Yes, yeah. it'll be Soriano. So they got all their guys with a decent chance. So they they'll, yep. they'll have they'll be ten strong. Um, also, hopefully, Store can come back. Yeah, hey, that I didn't his ask. knee was pretty bad. It was it was all 
the knee injuries were like it doesn't look like anything happened are always like the ones that freak you out the most. Like he was, it was a weird yeah. situation. He just like boom, all of a sudden like dropped. So hopefully, I mean, the guy came back. Hopefully he's he's all right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I think Massa is absolutely necessary. If they don't get Massa, I don't think they can they can uh, contend for a title. If they get I him, think they can contend, but it'll be more challenging. They they'll it'll require significant regression from both teams for them to contend. I think correct without Massa or an injury or an or injury. one injury. One injury. That's it. One injury. I mean, that, that's the thing about Penn State right now. Um, and obviously, I, I was the one that's banged up. But when you look at Penn, Penn State, still blows my mind because, bro, the, sometimes they'll start dudes I never heard of. And it's like, how are you wrestling for Penn State? And I never heard of you. Tony Negron, I don't know who that is. Donovan Ball, never heard Shout of him. Man ever. Yeah, I, listen, I go to all the high school tournaments. I'm everywhere. I'm in Fargo. I'm at UWW Cats, UWW <clears throat> Juniors, Super 32. I'm freaking everywhere. I don't know these dudes. I've literally never heard of them. Yeah, Tony is kin to uh, a guy, uh, Rich, who uh, worked here this summer. Cool guy. I don't know Rich either. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think he was on FRL one episode. Uh, maybe maybe not. Uh, he definitely did the Bader show. But, um, yeah, no, Tony Negron – Getting the start was was a surprise. Yeah, Penn State is like the leader for I don't I didn't know this person was a wrestler and now he's um Yeah. He's wrestling. So if, for Penn, if Penn State. State does have an injury at like say okay, seventy four, they they literally have one backup, a guy named Jack Kelly, who I've also never heard of. Eighty four they have one backup named Donovan Ball, who, like I said, I, I've never heard of. So if Starochi or Starachi or Brooks were to be hurt, they don't have another guy there. Yeah, I mean they're they're totally out of it if one of those guys goes down yes. for the for the year for sure. But one thing we've seen pretty consistently with Penn State is they get their guys to march pretty healthy. And even when yes. Nolf had his yep. injury against Van Brill, he was a monster at NCAAs that year. Yeah, so he they, wasn't he wasn't healthy. He was just so much better than everybody else. I don't know. He he beat uh, you say that, but he beat Hayden Heidley worse. That NCAA final than he did the next year. That was weird, right? I don't think it was weird. I just think he was fine. I think at that point he he was fine. I mean, he killed my Nolf destroyed. Remember, he had a tech in the semifinals against Micah Jordan, and then he really Hayden had no answers for him, and then Hayden almost beat him a year later. Um, but yeah, yeah, Penn State has been able to get guys to the end of the season, and they they typically perform there. And it's Nick Suriano. Minus Nikki, <laughs> who they, yep. he never the great, made, he never white, made it back I mean, to had, anything. The great white buffalo. Yeah. There had to be a couple others, right? Um, that, sure. Over the course of time. I'm sure there is. I just can't think of any. Think, think of a big Vincenzo. gun that didn't make it to NCAAs. For, Mark I mean, made it all of them. Vincenzo, David, Zane, Nolf, Nickel, Quentin, Taylor, Ruth, Quentin. What about heavyweight? Was there a heavyweight somewhere One in there? One time, uh, Nick Neville's like tore his pack early in the year, um, and I think he never. What about Kassar? Kassar was hurt a couple times because he only wrestled one NCAAs. He, he wasn't, missed the whole season, though, I believe. Yeah, right? he just he did it big. He just never. Yeah. Uh, well, there you go. There you go. They could have had a four timer for all we know. <laughs> for all we know. Uh, they missed uh, out on three NCAs with this man. Yeah. Well he was healthy his uh the one year and then they went with Shaq over him. 
um, and when they went back and forth all year mm-hmm. long there. And then he went up to heavyweight and just beat everybody, including Gable. He's twice. a great story. He's a great <laughs> goat. Listen, he's a goat. College wrestling, one of the best certified goated. It's like it's like you've got Jesse Whitmer and Anthony Kassar, like the two opposite ends of the spectrum. You got the one eighteen pounder who wrestled for, and then the two eighty five, and they ended up going out. Champions. That that one of the loudest times I've ever heard Rec call is was that duel with Ohio State when he beat Colin Moore. Yeah, Kassar. That, was, that was nuts. That was that certainly was nuts. nuts. I was there. And then, like you um, said, you know, Shaq, Shaq was the man at Big Tens. Then he yeah. comes back, stays so, with it, bumps up to heavyweight, wins. Crazy. Shaq was hurt at NCAAs one year, Christian. There's, there's one. I'm pretty sure he placed. No, uh, didn't one year. Oh, yeah, he the one year he got chipped. He got put in the ripper. <laughs> Chip, yes, got him. <laughs> All right, hey, can we talk about CKLV? We have, yes. We're having fun. but uh, We got to. I mean, the. Uh, I, the match I want to talk about, which was so awesome, Yanni versus Ridge, Ridge Love it. Ridge Love it. Listen, I told, I just told the Nebraska coaching staff last night. You know, I got a friend on the staff. I said, listen, it's Ridge Love it. Learns how to grab someone's leg. He's gonna be dangerous. He's already dangerous, but he's not very good at grabbing legs all that much. No, real. He grabbed two of Yanni's and in Yanni, overtime. Was, Yanni I went, believe it was off no a scramble. Oh, uh, it was like a reattack. I think it was yeah. like a down Yanni block. shot. Yeah, he dump blocked reattack. Dump block reattack, double leg, and then null throw. But yeah, I mean, Love it is he's he's fantastic, right? I mean, he beat he's a real deal. He beat yeah. Jay Nabis soundly, which I think we all I had Ridge, and then I think you guys convinced me, and I flip flopped, and then Love it. No, I know it's a classic. I, I look at that. Ridge, I love me some Ridge Love it. I, I just think he yeah. is sensational. I. Last year before the Big Tens, I don't make too many predictions, and when I do, I'm wrong on a lot of them. Don't get me wrong. But they asked me last year before the Big Tens, who's a guy to keep an eye on? I went all in on Ridge Lovett, and that stock has paid dividends. He is he is so electric and just dangerous. So I mean, that guy, I mean, everybody always so, about, go out there, uh, let it fly, this and that. He is, pause the, he pause the clip. Oh. Oh, I'm just sorry. One second ago, I actually thought they were going to call a reversal on this, which would have ended it in regulation. When when Siani gets that bottom Turk leg hooked, I thought they were calling a reversal there. They end up not calling it, and, and Lovett sneaks his leg out and then hangs on here. I'm glad um, they didn't. I don't like that uh, that reverse call. Here, look at this. Double bro, leg. if you got a bottom, if you got the Turk, yeah, that was that was smooth right there. Very Should smooth. it be one? Yeah. But this is the same situation they called to here, Christian. I yeah I agree. Well, the, he waited like till the gets behind. Like, looks like yeah. he hops over the the leg there. I don't hate I don't hate a I one call so, here. So yeah, that, t- that right that's, leg right that's there. That's not two yet. Doing Kind of a, a knee shield right there. But if you look, Yanni has a Turk in. He's just knee shielding. So this is probably where Yanni should actually Yanni should have threatened Cradle to make him let go of the leg. Is that's that's uh, uh, listen? I don't want to tell you college wrestlers what to do. If you don't threaten a cradle there, they can hold on to your leg if they're not a whim. Um, so you need to threaten a cradle to make them let go. Yeah, so I think – but I think that position – and maybe he could have done something different technically, but I think that position, you see why two's not given because if you're in control, then you're able to improve on that position. And you don't really have a Turk if you can't – he's not even remotely using it. He just has – his foot in a position what we would describe a Turk. He doesn't have any of like the Turk yeah. pressure or leverage there. So I like that there was no two given there, and I thought it was two in overtime. And I think it's it's interesting because the Yanni Sasso match was really 
pretty one-sided. Yanni did, or yeah. Sasso did get a takedown, but it was sort of a little too little too late in that scenario. And we it kind of was what we thought. Sammy just doesn't match up particularly well. But doesn't coming out of this well. tournament, do we do we view Yanni as more or less vulnerable going in? To it, like NCAs, uh, I said That's more because I I would not have, uh, I would not have said his match with the Rage Love is going to be that close. Now, I mean, how many people can actually beat Yanni in in the top ten? Not not a lot because, like you said, Sasso is uh he's not a good matchup for Yanni. Yanni's just kind of better at everything. Um, Yaya obviously was at Vegas, was a little lo- lower, but. Man, if if I'm Yanni's coaches and he's got Ridge Lovett in the say quarters or semis, I'm a little bit nervous. I mean, the Jaden Abbas match was evidence of this to me, which is why like it, my opinion does not change that much. I think Yanni's just a winner. Yes. So I think for Yanni, I think I feel more confident that he's gonna win NCAs out of this. He actually, in his post-match interview, More? said he needs why, to wait, change why, some things why would him the scale. Go, time. So, why would him going to overtime make anyone feel more confident? I, I need your... Okay. Yeah, he played a win, Ben. He just wins. I'm like When I was watching that match, yeah, I'm but myself, He's in overtime. He almost didn't just win. Ben, yeah. ben, ben, but he wins. He does. You know who he reminds me of a, a little bit with this topic? It was like Kellen Russell. Kellen Russell's in so many close matches. He won them all. Yanni finds ways Wait, to Paul win. Russell was not and undefeated. Bobby probably scores on 99% of the guys, but he doesn't score on Yanni because Yanni's Yanni. He does crazy things. Christian, I'm with you. I, I, I think hey guys, Kellen so Russell wasn't, I haven't said, Kellen Russell was not undefeated. And, it, I mean, if, 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 now listen, you guys are talking crazy because if Yanni went out and say like, you guys remember what David Taylor or Zane Rutherford did to people? Mm-hmm. Because if Yanni was doing that to people, then then you guys would not be saying, oh, he just wins in close matches. Because those dudes weren't even in close matches. True. I mean, I, they had some, I mean, Zane had one, but um, one BJ in Clagan. Like two years. BJ Clagan, shout out. So <laughs> here's the thing with Yanni. I'll make my point here. Okay. The guy's been wrestling freestyle for two and a half years. Okay. Yes. He, he's getting back. His size, I think, is is good, but he's still adjusting to a new weight class. He beat Sammy Sasso was take Yanni Alva is far and away the favorite to win this weight class if Yanni's not in it. And he beat him no problem. Ridge Lovett had his shot. Next time it won't be as close. That was his Probably. that was his window to get that win. And there's just not enough guys that can really challenge Yanni in my opinion. Um Yaya may be the last final test for someone with a style that maybe is mildly favorable. And the man has never wrestled Bryce Andonian. Come on. <laughs> come on. I love him. I love him, but come on. I mean, he's got to pin him. He's not pinning. You're not getting, you're not engaging. Yanni's not engaging in that upper body stuff I know. With, with Bryce. I so so I, I, I feel more confident that it's Yanni. I thought if Sammy had, had narrowed the gap, we would see it here. Sammy looked good all weekend. I mean, he beat Yaya, who's a tough matchup for him. Yaya actually looked really good in that yeah. third period. Um, Kind of got interesting there, but I, I leave feeling more confident about Yanni because of the the Sammy win. I am equally as confident. Okay. Yeah. So, I I um I mean so before this I would have said 
you know, I was a hundred percent and now I would say I'm like 98 or 99. So therefore, <laughs> although it is not much, it is less by definition. It is in fact less. Okay. So Ben, ben you're getting better selling at selling Yanni stock. That was a, that was a great yourself. No, I would right? be sitting, I would, I would be sitting on it. I would not be selling He's sitting, but I would be, um, you know, it's like when Bitcoin makes a nice drop, you're like, listen, I th- I still think it's going to take over the world and be the, the number one currency in a few years, but <laughs> I still wish it was at like 67,000 and not 51 or 52. That's what I wish. Yeah. Bracky's book's showing a slightly different number there, but uh, you're in the, you're in, you're in the ballpark, Ben. So uh, let's talk about, let's kind of go through, I want to talk about 125 with Pat Glory one, where we saw a different Pat seemingly every match. Like sometimes, I mean, it was really like close. Twice. And I think the proximity to the scale had a big, big factor there. Um, and we saw him in the afternoon against Schroeder, who was probably on paper his best competition he faced. He was the most dominant there. But off the scale against, it wasn't even off the scale against Medley because that was an evening match. And it was pretty yeah. close. So I don't know if it was scale or so whatever. Maybe he was trying to hold his weight. To, wait, no. Yeah, no, semis no, was make... the morning. Semis was the morning. That, uh, it was. Semis was Saturday. It started was... at like noon our time. It's the first match off the scale. That's right. You get a couple weigh-ins were later. So weigh-ins are two always two hours before wrestling starts. But, yeah, but then there was that first round of consolations. Yeah. And then they took like a 30-minute break. Okay. So it was still first match off the scale, but not a one- or two-hour weigh-in. Yes. Three um, or four. Yeah, good. That's a good point. I kind of <clears throat> misremembered when he wrestled Medley. So I, I think the scale is going to be a thing for him. I've always thought he's really big for this weight class, and he he still looks big. But he was really dominant against Schroeder, who's tough. So he I'm not went super impressed with Schroeder. You were? Uh, no, I'm not. Yeah, I mean, really, Kaler almost. I mean, I to me, one of the biggest stories out of this tournament was was Brandon Kaler. I thought he looked really good. I thought he should have beat Schroeder. Um, he was getting to legs. He was getting to his single very consistently and showing he could finish. He got away a couple of times, but the time he needed to get away, he couldn't. There was one big exchange where he got taken yeah. down and ridden out. And that yeah. was kind of the match. Yeah, and even Schroeder's quarters with Jacob Allen, um, I believe Schroeder chose down and got the escape, and Allen did not choose down. Um, and just was, you know, there was a whole bunch of scrambles and whatnot, but it was just like... Um, I guess kind of un- uh, for me unimpressive by Schroeder. So yeah, here's here's the glory tournament. First match off the scale, three zero over Lorenzo of Cal Poly, unranked. Okay, quarters that night, he's up thirteen to zero when he gets a pin against a much better uh, Kelzer of Northern Colorado. First match off the scale, semis in the morning, four two over Medley. Medley took him down. Okay, finals match further away from the scale, thirteen zero over. Big Ten finalist Devin Schroeder. So this yeah. I is mean, clearly weight related, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, you would think so. I mean, the other thing is that kind of I don't want is making my head hurt about 125 is if you think last year at the end of going into the end of last year, Camacho and Latona were two three. Mm-hmm. Um, at some point, Camacho is eleven and Latona is seventeen. Schroeder was two at some point last year. He's number nine. Like um, these, I don't want to say that they're regressing, but obviously. Just seating wise, they, they kind of are, and really, you have two guys in the rankings now that weren't there last year, but only two. Soriano Glory, obviously. Well, last year, know, the whole weren't... story though was basically Spencer. Correct, but like, all these other guys were in the lineup next. 
Yeah. What What'd you say, Ben? I said all these other guys were in the lineups last year. Just there's been a from those guys who we thought were going to challenge for the NCAA finals. There has been a, a regression by a bunch of them. Yes. Um, yeah. And Latona's. Yeah. We. I think I mentioned he continues to struggle there. Teske. I would say this, Christian, and, and it's as far as uh, with Glory too. Coming off the scale, Medley's pace from a pure pace standpoint, Medley's pace might be higher than anybody at 125. We always joke at Bormet that Medley's 125 pounds with a 250-pound heart. So I wouldn't just because <laughs> it's Jack and knowing how he wrestles, I'd I'd, I'd give Glory a little bit of slack there because Medley's pace is no slack. Man. No. You're 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 trying to win a title. You need to be putting now. Yeah. Spencer no Lee slide. did have a uh, Spencer Lee did have a one lopsided decision against Medley. Yeah. So Medley has done that to to good yeah. wrestlers. But um, I, I'd like to see that match again. I think Glory. I think you if you say hey, it's four two. It's a four two win for Glory, and you're the Princeton staff, and and you're Patrick Glory. You're like that's that's not that's not the standard, right? Not satisfactory. Yes. Um, the, yeah, I'm going to disagree with you guys on this okay. one. I, I just, okay. yeah, respectfully or disrespectfully. Well, but the other this, thing that disrespectfully, Pile, you're an idiot. You're so annoying, Pile. Let's be disrespectful for a minute here. <laughs> you guys, you guys feel like if somebody's not teching somebody or putting ten points up, like they had a bad performance, they're winning. It's it's college no, wrestling. No, listen. If you're trying to win and say titles, you should be beating dudes by more than one and two points. Yeah. This, this isn't Kellen Russell. This isn't Kellen Russell winning, you know, three, two against Montel Marion. This is, this is something else. And I'm not saying I'm not, it's, this has become a lot about Jack Medley. I'm high really. on Patrick. Murray. Yeah, we know. We know. <laughs> say it, say it out loud. Put it. You said it before the show. Say it now. I could, I, well, Suriano and Glory, I think if somebody said to me, I, I, I can see Glory. Glory's good enough to beat Suriano. I'm, I'm going to be disrespectful. Shane, are you on drugs? No. <laughs> Suriano, That's Nikki, Nikki freaking Suriano. Who's the last guy he lost to? He don't lose to anyone. What? That's not great. He lost him. He lost him. Well, I think Glory might be great. Hey, here's the thing, though, Ben. I mean, and to, this is to Shane's point. Glory's beaten Vito. You'd, you'd be shocked if Vito Glory beat, beat Suriano. Like, Nick Suriano's fantastic. I would, I would be shocked. Yes, but I would be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked. You make it sound like Suriano's unbeatable. As good as he is, and he's phenomenal. He's got one NCAA title. He's got one. He's got yeah. one. We're not talking about a I guy that's only competed in two. He's only been correct? in two. And he's the other one he two. lost to Spencer. And he lost to Spencer Lee. <laughs> Yeah, five and two. He's been, he's been focusing on freestyle for years. We haven't seen him on the mats. I I will stand by this. If I will stand by, Patrick Glory is good enough to beat Surya. Patrick Glory's a stud, stud. So so it's not. I mean, you make it sound like it's the upset of the year. You'd be that shocked. You'd be you'd be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe Patrick Glory beat I would, Nick Suriano. I would be shocked. Yes, I, I would be shocked. Yeah, I would not be shocked at all. Here's the thing. Basically, and here's why I I am a little bearish on Glory's prospect against Soriano is who rides Soriano ever in his career? Who's turned him? 
ever in his career. It's like even Spencer, Spencer I think had riding time against him, but he didn't turn him. And that's like it's Spencer's the maybe the greatest turning lightweight we've ever seen. So it's true. And and I don't think Glory is in Spencer's turning strata. Uh, so what about Suriano? When, when I look at Suriano against guys like, I, uh, I mean Spencer Lee, some of the matches matchups he had with DeSanto. So you, so you're telling me going back to man was that Big Ten's maybe 2019? It all runs together in Minneapolis. There was a semifinal with DeSanto and and Suriano. It wasn't like Suriano destroyed him. Like you make it sound. I mean Suriano and Fitz. It's not like Soriano's just got this unbelievable offense against top-ranked guys, and I'm not. I'm not ripping. I'm he's, he's Nick, fantastic. Nick you guys are too. like saying you're crazy to think Glory can't beat him. Like, no, it's not. I don't. I don't think it's crazy. I, I I said that. I did say that. You might think it's crazy. Ben I don't think it's, Ben's exact comment was drugs. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I drugs. don't think. I don't think we need to drug test Shane Sparks. I do think. I think it's about the matchup for me that gives me concern. I have a hard time envisioning when I close my eyes seeing Patrick Glory taking down Nick Soriano. Yeah, and I have a hard time. Doesn't have to. Doesn't have to take him down. Yeah, he does because he's not riding him. Yeah, no, he, he doesn't. Does. He's not riding him. Not riding Nikki. Unrideable. No admission. Uber's closed. Nikki, no, no ride. Nikki, no ride. Nikki, no, no ride. Listen, that's why we call him Nikki, no rides, Shane. We've called him that for years. We're sticking with it. Hey, well, I I do hope we see the match. I hope they're the two and three seeds at NCAAs. And I hope Spencer's on top and gets the winner because that's just it's gonna be fireworks. Whoever wins, and it will be. Now, I well, you know what? I'm I'm gonna hope something different than you, uh, Christian. I'm gonna Tito. hope that we see. Well. Veto at 25, well, that would be fun also. And we know he waited in light for that one. But I, w- I would hope that we see some really good um, Spencer Lee matchups uh, before. So obviously we're going to see it at Big Tens. So we're going to see Nick Seriano and Spencer Lee at Big Tens. I hope we see that. Oh, I do too. I hope big time. Bigly. Um, and yeah, Vito is interesting. I'm, I'm, you think he's JD is theorizing on his way down. I don't think they do duel. They don't. I just um, checked. Son of a gun. Son of one gun. But what uh, Midlands is Glory going to be at Midlands? Nikki um, pushups Midlands. I don't think we'll see Nick at. No, Nick won't be at Midlands. I don't. Just think. second semester. Yeah, second semester. I think his first match will be against Arizona State. Live on Flow Wrestling. Live on Flow Wrestling. Edu here in oh, uh, deep man. in the heart of Texas. That, so that'll <laughs> be a good opening test for for Nick, and we'll see where he's at. Um. Okay, so that was twenty five. Everything comes back to Spencer Lee and Nick Soriano. <laughs> they weren't even in the field. Yeah, that's okay though. Because uh, what the hell what? do I find that who's wrestling at Midlands? Because listen, I'm on their freaking website and they don't have a list of teams. This is making me annoyed. Watch, watch your profanity, and I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how to find that. So thirty three. We we discussed. I, basically, it was the Dylan Raggison show. He looked fantastic. 41, I think, was the best final of all the finals. And it was probably the best semi, too. Um, Red Alirez was a great semi. Alirez won. Yep. And then it looked like Alirez was in the driver's seat for that match. And then they both got to their goal positions, their, their best positions. But Carlson got to it more. He got to it late. I think, he, I think Carlson's pace, strength, pressure paid dividends late. And that's how he was able to get those um, – those takedowns. Hey, someone Alirez. just te- 
I love who texted. Hey, there we go. What's up, JD? Send me that uh, list of teams. <laughs> JD sent it. The man. I sent the <laughs> teams. Okay. Iowa, Wisconsin, Rutgers, Pittsburgh, Penn, Purdue, Virginia. Man, there's only Princeton. There's not very many good teams there. It says Princeton. Though. Guess what though? Iowa Cal Poly. Iowa Cal Poly. One sixty-five. Cal Poly. Wick Bull. Marinelli Wick. Yeah. That'd be yeah. fun. That will be fun for the fifty-sixth time. <laughs> well, but we haven't seen it in three years now. It's been it's a while. while. This is California, Evan. He eats fish tacos and not not cheese curds. We'll see what yep. if that matters. <laughs> you know what, this dude? You know, what college kid. I forget about college kids sometimes because I'm not. A, I've been spending a long time. You know what he told me his favorite restaurant was? Uh, TGI Fridays. P.F. Chang's. P.F. Chang's. Say Panda I, almost sla- I almost slapped him. <laughs> oh, you're right. It's Panda Express. No, I'm wrong. It is Panda Express. It's, it's worse <laughs> He's a Daisy Chang's. Fresh guy. It's worse. Yeah, Panda, right there. Panda Express breeds champions. <laughs> Listen, I'll tell you Stop. what. Panda Express. I got it sucks. In those, in those Are you entries. kidding me? Listen, Ben Askren, listen up. <laughs> Sunday night. Got done with church. I didn't feel like putting dinner together. I've been gone on the road. You went to Panda Express. I went to Panda. I got the triple orange <laughs> chicken, fried <laughs> rice. Ate like oh, a king. I felt finals. great. Come I love it. I love it. Oh, geez, Louise. It was delicious. It was delicious. Wow. I think it makes me stronger. And um, <laughs> I, I, that, I, maybe that's why Evan got so strong. He ate Panda Express. Exactly. You can't rule it out. So good, for, good for Evan Wick. I stand with Evan Wick. I support him and his. Uh, I stand with his, Evan Wick. His desire to eat Panda Express. Uh, any other thoughts on forty one? I want to kind of clip through. Uh, um, man, Red, Red. Also, this is like now Nebraska is. I'm picking on them a little bit, but um, we we need our guy Ridge Lovett to get some leg attacks. Chad Red. I don't know if anyone's been in more close matches on a percentage basis in their lifetime than Chad Red. I mean, <laughs> li- literally, for the last five years, the dude can't figure out how to beat someone by more than two points. Yeah, he'll get, he'll every but now and again. But in the end, he's always in the mix. He hey, wrestles he, uh, great in March. He, uh, he got his, he definitely separated against the Nebraska Kearney uh, opponent not a couple weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, he did. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he, he really, I don't know. Every time he shoots a single leg, I'm like, that's a great shot, but he does not fire it off much. And I think that's that's why he's in a lot of close matches. I think he really trusts his so defense. Many close matches. Yeah, a lot of close matches. So, but we know that March Chad is different. And yep. we saw even in 2020 Big Tens, he that was one of his most up and down regular seasons, and it. Freaking Big Tens, he looked great, and then we didn't get to see it at NCAAs. And then last year, you know, he did it again. So, obviously, you never sell all your Chad Red stock because you know what what happens in March with him. You just wait till it goes low, and then you buy the dip. Yeah, there you go. Because it will dip. It will dip. Uh, Freak nasty. Okay, 49. We already talked about Yanni Sasso, Yaya Thomas, and, uh, yeah, great. Great tournament there, Deacon man. I uh, uh, he looked so good again. He loves <laughs> Vegas. This guy is is money. I mean, he just he destroyed Kendall Coleman. 
I mean, poor Kendall Coleman yeah. has never won to wrestle this guy again. Up. He last time he wrestled him, I think he beat him like fourteen to one. He beat him yep. uh, selling the time before that. He just pinned him in the first period here with like an arm bar. Um, and then Quincy Monday wasn't that close. It was it was all it was all Deacon. I think it's Deacon versus Carr for the NCAA finals. I know Deacon is kind of like he hasn't had the best NCAAs, but man, <laughs> if he can be that guy. At NCAs, I think he's tough for everyone, including uh, David Carr, and I think he is removed from the field uh, apart from Carr. That's all I want uh, for Christmas. Oof. I want Deacon and Carr in my living room. This, I mean that 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 matchup of any matchup in the NCAs right now, I'm that makes me salivate thinking about those two going at it because those two guys, phenomenal wrestling IQs by both of them. That's what intrigues me about it. You watch both those guys wrestle, and I I know we. Oh, Shane's too much on the mad returns and the riding and this and that. Those guys, that's what they do. They love Samaritan. Yeah, but they're big. I mean, like, Carr's second period against Caleb Young the other day. Rides him a little bit. Young starts on bottom. Couple mad returns. Gives him, you know, pretty unconsistent. Young escapes. Takes him down with 30 seconds left. Rides him. Deacon against Monday. I don't know how many great returns he had. Maintains control builds his riding time i mean those two guys are on a collision course and i want to see it i mean and i would i would i would add this real quick on ryan deacon he goes to northwestern basically chicago where it's super cold out if i was ryan deacon i don't own a shirt i'm never wearing a shirt never wearing a shirt that guy's an adonis (laughs) (laughs) what in the hell are we talking about this yesterday I told Andy Hamilton this yesterday. Derek Jeter has always been my number one. Like, if I could be anybody, he'd be Derek Jeter. Well, Jeter's getting close to 50. He's had a phenomenal mm. run. Yesterday, talking to Andy Hamilton, I made it official. Jeter's bumped to number two. Ryan Deacon takes over my number one spot. Okay. That's the guy I want to be. You heard it here first. Ryan Deacon's hot. We, there <laughs> oh, <laughs> Shane, I think Shane has a crush on Ryan Deacon. It's He's a weird. stud. He well, looks like Captain America. Let's just call it like it is. He looks like Captain America. You know what Ryan Deacon is? I have two daughters, okay? I hope oh someday they come no, home to introduce me to the new boyfriend, no. and it's a, a guy like Ryan Deacon. Goes to Northwestern, super intelligent, good-looking kid, stud athlete, yeah. Loves yeah, Matt Returns. <laughs> Loves Matt stud. Returns. Hey, can I actually say something intellectual about Matt Returns? Yes. I watched three dual meets this weekend. I did watch a lot of uh, CKLB also. Matt Returns are becoming less of a thing. Um and when when you think about it, it, it makes sense because there is not a, a huge return on them. Um, and as so people have gotten better at bottom, and then as top rules have evolved, you can't grab legs. And if you're behind there for more than five seconds, you get called for stalling. So people are more likely to let go because they don't want to get called for early stalling. People are becoming worse at mat returns for sure. Which is, it's also people are becoming better on bottom, right? It's, it's usual things. So, Shane. And that makes it more That's important, Ben, to focus on Matt returns. But does it? Because you don't get, you don't get, you don't get points there. I mean, there's obviously, yeah, there and are points wanna, in matches and, when Matt returns are important. But Shane, you want to talk strategy? Let's talk strategy. I love it. Tell me. Absolutely. When you, when you go back and watch any, well, go back and watch these matches, Ben. Matt returns are huge. Giving guys free points. You don't just give him a free escape. That Andy Rovat sent me a message yesterday of, a, of one of his old matches. He goes, I had to send you this clip. 
and it's about a 20-second clip of Robad back in high school. Maybe he was in college, and he's taking a guy down and letting him go, taking a guy down and letting him go. That works against guys that aren't very good. The, the, the overwhelming majority of guys, when you want to beat them, you, you got it. You just can't be given free points away. Matt return, look to build riding time. Maybe it's, again, you're, maybe it's a couple of Matt returns and you get an extra 20 seconds of riding time that particular period. I'm not saying you got to sit there and do it the whole period, but that, don't, don't underestimate the importance and say that they give very little return. You break guys there, you, 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 you destroy a guy's will doing that to him a couple of times. Don't just give it to him. Couple returns. I'm, I, yeah. Ben, so I, I, I would I say, wanna... I would say, st- well, I, I would refute you here because I would say stylistically, there are matches in which it is very, very important. And when you know, um, especially when guys have limited offense and you know they're not going to be able to get a lot of takedowns, you know that it is going to come down to a, a, say, a three to two match or something to that effect. But there are, there are guys who spend way too much effort and they get stall calls there, and then those stall calls become detrimental long term. Obviously, if they could do actually a breakdown or a ride. They wouldn't have to do a flip and mat return because yeah. you're breaking them down or riding them. Well, so not, that is but, but probably a more, hey, those hold on, I gave you your time. Returns. You can be my damn time. If you can learn a breakdown <laughs> or a ride or a turn, those things will provide a much larger return on investment than a mat sure. return will. If all you're focused on is mat returns, then you're not spending enough time breaking them down, riding them, and or turning them. Okay. Ben, nobody and, said it's all about focusing on that returns. Nobody said that. Well, I'm just saying, I'm saying, look, you get a turn, man. That's four points. That's that could be a match. Absolutely. Ender. You get a mat return. Sure. You get zero points. Figure out how to freaking turn ben, somebody. I, I never debated what was more important, turning a guy for four or a mat return. I'm not debating that. Four point yeah. turns, but but I would say this many times a guy gets to his feet. If you want a four point turn, you're gonna have to bring it back down again. I just it's it's all important. My yeah. my whole philosophy is just I'm not giving free points away. I'm not doing it. I'm not just cutting a guy. That just and I know you can make an argument. There are certain matchups where you can do it and whatever, but you, you see just too much of it. I think breakdowns are just Take mini mat returns. Breakdowns okay. are what? Breakdowns mini are just mi- mini mat returns. They are. That's exactly there's, there's what it is. There's just a bite-sized mat return. Just to, you know, which actually, I, I would love to talk oh, about the, the Jordan Burrow. Jordan Burrow started tweeting. What What are you so crap about? Well, we're just never gonna get off this. I'm afraid. Well, was... Jordan Burrow was talking, <laughs> tweeting about folk style wrestling rules, of which I did invite him on the show because I I didn't really love his takes. Um, and I think he kind of I don't want to say admitted to, but he said he hasn't watched a ton of folk style wrestling. Um, so not to claim there's no wrestling, but obviously when, you know, when you start thinking about all the different scenarios that can happen in a folk style match, the more matches you watch and, you know, freestyle is a totally different ball game. Um, the more it can play in. So, you know, Oh, I can't see it. It's freaking blurry. Well, let's talk about tomorrow. Um, okay. it's, 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 a, tomorrow. it's like a, the larger topic, I think. Yeah. Uh, he, and, he had a whole bunch of tweets. Okay. So. 165, we talked a little bit about Wick. Um, I gave my opinion about Carson Karchla, Ben. I want yours and just your overall view of, of 165. Okay, so overall view. Carson Karchla is very good. He's very strong, but he is very simple. Um, there's not a lot of diversity coming out of his offense. And so, you know, he, he's going to be in, in a lot of really tight matches. And then obviously also he's not – He's not terrible on top, but he's not great either. It's not like he's going to got you know be a, he's going to be an Evan Wick on top or certain other guys. So um, 
I think he's good. I think I think he's really tough, but I think he's going to have to do more things to make that jump to the the next level. Obviously, in, in freestyle, he's very much helped by the point that he's a really really good scorer on top, um, and that, that obviously doesn't roll over to folk style. So yeah, I think uh, listen at this point. Um, Wick was really impressive this weekend. Obviously, Keegan's my guy, but man, if you did, if you didn't watch Keegan this weekend and think, "Holy shit, that dude's freaking impressive," you just don't know wrestling all that well. Um, so I, I really, I look at your rankings, and I don't know how you bump Griffith over Keegan, given the fact that he has now two losses to different people. Um, you know, I think Wick should be the number one. I didn't think Marinelli deserved that spot, so I think it should be Wick one, Keegan two. Probably honestly, Marinelli three, um, and then Griffith four. Um, that's now that's exactly that, that's why I think, think that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, now I think it's going to be Keegan versus Evan in the NCAA finals. Um, Will you I sit in the Cartel corner? Probably paces play. I think I think Cartel places four through six would be my guess. Yeah, I I wonder Karchla. On the one hand, you're right in that. His offense is all basically to one side. He's coming to his, his yep. opponent's right leg. He's if he's or he's dumping that way or he's short dragging that way. It's kind of so all goes that one way. two right. Yeah, so I like always, how he does that. Like fakes the dump, and then when you hip down, he short drags. But out then of the, that. The, the problem is once you've felt it enough times or you've seen it enough times, it's just not going to work anymore, right? The first time someone goes hard one, then hard two, it's like, oh wow, that was tricky caught me off guard and now all of a sudden he's doing it a whole bunch and people are gonna be like well i know after he goes one he's going to go two because there's right it's not like well, i'm gonna go one i mean right great situations are i go one and then i have an option two three or four and you don't know which option is going to come at you and that makes it really difficult for you to defend but when i always go one and then two and then there's not another option against the very best guy against against not the best guys he's going to get it right against the very best guys it's going to be challenging Maybe he doesn't have to use three or four, but uh, yeah. What is three or point. four from down there? I mean, exactly. Who knows? Because <laughs> there isn't. Well, I would say, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, very, very possibly true. But um, you know, Mason Paris is still dumping dudes. It's like, okay, yeah, no, yeah, no mean, more carries. Well, I don't want to compare heavyweight and uh, uh, I don't want to compare heavyweight and one sixty five because they're just not the same. And then obviously he's not dumping the very very best guys and if you and you know, especially if you watch um i mean a, a great example of what i'm talking about would be mason paris versus nick wisdowski all of us said the first time right they wrestled two times that initial weekend and then we all said going into their uh world trials is like well mason paris had another nine months to get better surely he's going to but what we saw was wisdowski was smart enough to scout mason paris and I'm going to say Mason Maris, Paris' offense is simple. It's it's not, but it's also not super tricky. And Gwizdowski totally, totally yeah. shut him down. Totally. And I wonder if that is – can anyone employ those kind of tactics with Mason at the NCAA level? Is there anyone that can go execute that? Kirk. Obviously, obviously Gable can be – Kirk Lee. Yeah, if you think Penn State didn't watch that match and think, okay, this is something. Now, yeah, there's the tummy sure. time factor. and the, That's the thing. That can carefully get away from Cassiopeia and, and and Mason Paris. That's a that'll be a big question. Yes, I agree um, on that fully. So yeah, I I think yeah, Karchler's right there. I think he could use another way to score if he was a little better on top or if he had another leg attack to a different side. Yes. It would go a long way. I'm curious because when you because, have someone like Carson 
This is his first time a lot of people are seeing him. What's it going to look like as there's more film, more tape, and then as we get to Big Ten dual season, how's that go? That's Um, something a lot of people neglect, Christian, is like once there's more tape and more people are paying attention to you, what what happens to your style? Because all of a sudden, when everyone's expecting one, then two – so like it become it becomes less highly less effective, you know. Everyone now is gonna be ready when they get in that position for, for what's gonna happen. Um that's what makes Spencer's roll through tilt all the more all his tilt so crazy. So hilarious. It's, so crazy. it's like he's just been hilarious doing it forever. It's like mind blowing. Yeah, it's just like it's the this turn that like He just you know, has to be so strong. That's it's gotta be the deal. He does some so I watched his uh his little his uh his technique videos and how he does it and I now I've been pantish cuz I used to, you know I coach high school I sh- I showed tilts and roll through tilts and his point about how he gets the wrist and he runs his feet like a gut wrench and like creates yep. a lot of pressure and then rolls more forward and then I was watching the Virginia uh I think it was a it was one of the Missouri guys was trying to roll through tilt and he was just like yeah just, this was um who was Hart it? Or it was it was certain at the end of the I, second on um on Teske. Yeah, because certain made it certain tied it up and then he had that cross wrist tilt. Yeah, and he couldn't. And he get just that flipped his going. hips up. He all he did was flip his right. hips up, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like seeing it in real time. Like that's why this guy's not going over, and that's why Spencer. That's one of him. one of the reasons Spencer turns everyone. But is a he little, has to be also just incredibly powerful though, because of the I, he's I clearly mean, specifically powerful like. This motion, right? This hands on the belly, this hands on right the arm, and how he's crunching here, like this motion, to be ridiculously strong because he just does things to people where you're like, they know it's coming, and there's just nothing they can do about it. Yeah, that's that's a fact. Um, and he does. And, and for in all fairness, though, um, his power makes a difference. And top is obviously one place where you can implement certain things. And without really being totally tricky, right? Because you're just, you're forcing something. Mm-hmm. Um, but he also does have kind of like a four-part series, four or five-part series there where he can do a whole bunch of different things on top, which, again, a lot of it is a power factor, but also he can do some different things. Yeah, it's like roll through or reinforce and then run in the bar. It like kind of all works together. Yeah. Whereas like together. someone like Zane just like ripped your leg off and, and took you over. Like it was, yeah. that was like super powerful. Whereas like the thing is with tilts, you think of them as like a tricky sort of slick kind of maneuver, but really the differentiator for Spencer seems to be. Um, I think that's for most people is, is they're there. I mean, especially so I coach kids. If kids don't have good grip strength, they just can't do tilts. Right. Yep. So they have to have the good grip strength and then they have to be able to write this, like this crunching motion where they're mm-hmm. pinching into the thighs. Like if they're not powerful enough there, they're just not going to be a good tilter. Yes. So we went from, Carson Kochler to Spencer Lee. We went from Patrick Glory to Spencer Lee. How can we do it with Labriola and Ethan Smith? Let's try. Uh, (laughs) Let's give it a shot. I think uh, uh, Labriola looked good. I think Smith looked good. No, I I felt I felt kind of similar. I thought they everyone looked fine. Smith is good at seventy four. Foka lost early. And then he came back and took third. All the way back for third. Impressive. I mean, Adam Kemp for Cal Poly is an interesting guy. He just you can tell he's like freaky strong and he's yeah. really holds really good position. He's yeah. gonna be fun to watch for a while. What the goat just yeah. won? The goat who? Muskaev. Who did he beat? Uh, Frizzaliev. Okay, Frizzaliev. I don't know who that is. Oh, you guys are watching that Russian thing. Listen, <laughs> let me end the show on this. 
Rocky and Drago aren't supposed to be flipping friends. This is crap. Yeah, well, go off, King. Yeah, listen, Kyle, Kyle, I love you. Uh, you know what, Snyder? Uh, Sage Live is also pretty likable. I don't want to see you guys being friends. I don't want to see it. I want Cold War. You want Iowa, want Iowa State. Hate each other. Yes, I want heat. I want I so much heat. I mean, listen, it's nice. Listen, finish your careers. Finish your, let's, let's go 2024. I don't know if I'll go a few years longer, whatever. Then you can be buddies. It's over. I got it. Until then, I don't want to see it. I want you guys to hate each other. I know I might not get what I want, but that's what I want. Maybe not hate, but yeah, it would, it would like chilling in a limo. I don't know. I don't know. Sagal like, like welcome to Matt the airport. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Sagal. Sagal. for his uh, greatness and his Russianness is pretty hard to dislike. Um, Can't beat him. Join him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> someone said. Someone said his Snyder transferring to Russia was a lot Man, he the would Russians have really rolled out the red carpet for. Also, they're doing Squid Game intros on at Woolnick. I didn't watch Squid Game. It looked. It someone described it to me, and it sounded so so sad to me. I just didn't. Yeah, I loved it. it. You would. You're you're a twisted freak. Look at these buddies. Let me tell you about my best friend. Uh, are you guys watching this right now on Twitter? <laughs> arm in arm. No, I'm not watching. I'm actually trying oh. to do the show. Okay, um, well, so I just clicked this link. Kyle Dake posted a link, and. Um, it's it's this event that Kyle Snyder and Jason Nolf are in in Russia. It's called. Warlick. I don't think Snyder's wrestling though, right? He's not. Zabrelov pulled out. Oh really? Uh, yeah, I yeah. saw that. Jason Nolf still wrestles Zabrelov though. All right, we'll check right. that out. Um, Romero, I think, was one of the bigger <laughs> stories. Uh, if I'm allowed to talk about good wrestling. transition, I'm trying. No, only, We're talking only, about wrestling. Only yeah, wrestling. I know. Only At wrestling. a higher level. High, higher level. Um, I don't know. Caleb Romero is pretty high level this week. <laughs> Romero looked good. He's going to be fine up at 84, clearly. He's an All-American threat. Um, I don't think he can enter the top four conversation. Probably, maybe he could, but probably not. But Probably he's, not. Help me out. Where was place. Truex? He, uh, okay, I was told he might have been out for the reason i think a lot of people are out but i'm not sure okay um, got it well i uh i picked him to win and he didn't show up i was really disappointed he didn't uh that was disappointing steven buchanan great performance we yes. already talked a little bit about that he beats brucky and schultz um he's he's super good he's not a fun guy to wrestle he's yeah uh, his, how about uh, woodley losing to panola were you surprised by that by stunned yeah i'm very surprised by that i was i wasn't surprised smart. that schultz won and when schultz made the finals i was like man this is not and i sort of alluded to it and then i sort of chickened out yeah, on my prediction schultz over woodley's not a shock not at all um but you know this guy was the two-seated ncaa's but yeah him losing to panola i don't know you know and we talked about with woodley this guy's wrestled an insane schedule already this year maybe he was just due to drop one and then yeah. he dropped another because panola went on a heater he lost to uh the northern colorado kid then he beats Stemmet, cardenas and Dupre, uh louis dupre and then uh woodley yeah to me that just means panola's the story here Panola, that's, that's pretty good that's a really really strong run and i dude i don't know what's up with the goat ben darmstadt but uh we didn't see him where, here where is he they got they got to get him in the lineup. Yeah, Mikardinas isn't bad, but he's no goat. He's no goat. He's not a goat. And then gas tank Gary. Oh, I should have worn my shirt. I have a shirt. 
I'm going to wear it tomorrow. Hey, uh, how silly do you feel if you're Ohio State and you got rid of Gas Tank Gary and he outplaces your dude? The grass ain't always greener. I We said at the moment that when we heard Orndorff yeah, was going there, we it's didn't like, like it. never liked it, still don't like it. And, you know, not it's it's not about Orndorff. It's just about, you know, you got this guy. He's a cult hero in Columbus. And yeah. you say no, I I never liked it. I would have stuck with I would have stuck with the goat. Um, and great win there. I mean, he went. Get, he is kind of a heart attack wrestler. He went quarter semifinal late, late or not his final, but his quarter and semis were super, super close. Um, but the guy wins. And uh, you know, I that, was, that move has still worked out better for uh, for Ohio State. Why is it? Orndorff, All-American last year. But, well, I mean, Traub was wasn't two. in the lineup. Traub wasn't in the lineup. You cast him aside. Who knows what he would have done. He probably would have beat Gable. He might have won, won it. He might have won it. He might have won. I don't know, I don't know why Shane's laughing. Um, but, no, shout out to Gary. Uh, all all things, you know, it's it's cool to see. It's good for Oregon State, who had, a I thought, a, a solid showing. They didn't showing. the tournament. They did. They did. Um Okay, it's nine forty-seven. Um, Overtime, baby. Ben always Ben charges us two minutes. We have to pay him uh, extra when he goes two over. Uh, Bitcoin per minute. <laughs> Bitcoin per minute. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks to Shane. Thanks to all you guys for tuning in. Great weekend of wrestling. Appreciate you guys watching so much. Um, you guys are fired up about college wrestling. I know that much. We'll be Do back it. tomorrow. We'll talk about Jordan Burroughs' rules changes. Maybe he'll come on and want to fight Ben Askren again. I don't know. That'd be good. Um, <laughs> trying to make trying to make you guys friends. We are friends now. Doesn't okay, good. Like, listen, I talk a lot of trash to my friends too. I saw a bunch of them last weekend. I was, I was, you know. Sometimes you gotta give your friends a hard time. All right, good, good. <laughs> I, I need I need this to be a, a strong relationship. Uh, <laughs> we will be back tomorrow. We hope you guys have a great Tuesday. Thanks a lot. See you next time. Peace. Bye.